Hello, this is Denise from Women Beyond a Certain Age. And I'm Diane Worthington, also from Women Beyond a Certain Age. And as always, we are so happy to be with you. And guess what? St. Patrick's Day is on Sunday coming up. We're going to celebrate it a little bit with you all. This show is all about St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> I am telling you, there's recipes. There are anecdotes. There are history of leprechauns in my past. <laughs> there, we, we can tell you all you need to know about St. Patrick's Day. Now, in all seriousness, yes, Diane and I and Cindy had lunch here a couple of weeks ago. Diane was doing research and creating a recipe for her Chicago Tribune syndicated column. So Diane took all the flavors of um, St. Patrick's Day and turned it into an Irish cob salad, as I called it. So she'll talk to you more about that. Lightened it up. It was utterly delicious. We'll post the recipe for you. Um, and I think what was really fun... And some and others as well. And others as well. Yeah. I think what was fun, Diane, is that, uh, one, not everybody knows how to make a corned beef. Okay? Right. So we can start there. Yes. But if not, you can always, with Diane's, the recipe that Diane, for her luncheon salad, oh, and it could certainly have been dinner, you could buy corned beef. Do you know what I mean? You, could, uh, you go to the deli. Go to I the mean, deli. you go to a good so, Jewish deli where you'll get really good corned beef would, and you tell them how to slice it. Speed it up and make it easy. Yeah. But I have one St. Patrick's Day story that I'm going to oh, tell, and then I'm going to turn it over to Diane because she's got recipes and things to teach you. I had an Irish boyfriend. <laughs> he was one of the most fun boyfriends I ever had in my life. Unfortunately, he was a leprechaun. <laughs> He was so handsome. I would cook dinners and we, oh God, he was fun if you get my drift. <laughs> and then he would say, we need another bottle of wine because this dinner was fantastic. And he would disappear and go and buy the wine and I might not see him again for two or three days. The mysterious part was when he came back at almost exactly at the same time that he'd left three days before... <laughs> He was showered and shaved, and he had the bottle of wine, and <laughs> it confused me. It so confused me. And when I told my mother this story, she said to me, oh, yes, well, he's definitely a leprechaun. <laughs> and then she'd say to me, you know, darling, he's such an adorable boyfriend, but he's not marriage material. Oh, that is such a mother thing to say, is and it not? And you know what I found out? He was not marriage material. <laughs> Of My course. mother was correct. So anyway, that's how I relate to St. Patrick's Day. But I love corned beef, and I love all the recipes that Diane's going to talk about. And I really, I have to tell you, when you get to the Facebook page from her column, this this salad, it was we all enjoyed eating it. But I'm going to tell you, if you wanted to have a St. Patrick's Day party and make your life easy, you could make this into a little salad bar, exactly. and your friends would have a ball. Good idea, Denise. Yeah, no, it would be fun. So, Miss Diane, please. Well, as all good Jews know, you celebrate St. <laughs> Patrick's Day because you go to the Jewish deli to get the uh, corned beef. You know, I wrote a book called Seriously Simple Parties, and my philosophy in life is if there's a festival, if there's a holiday, celebrate. And if there's not, make it up and continue to celebrate <laughs> and have a party. Because life is tough these days. We don't get into the politics 
but the world is a, a tough place these days. So we have got to enjoy things we love to do. And of course, for me, you know, I love to cook as well as chat. And I have been a syndicated columnist now for going on my 13th year with the Chicago Tribune called Seriously Simple. And every week I do whatever I want on something to do with food or food and travel. Anyway, you know, when you've been doing it for 13 years and St. Patrick's Day comes along, you got to be really <laughs> creative because I've done the corned beef and cabbage. I've done the corned beef and cabbage hash. I've done the glazed corned beef and cabbage and the soda bread and the uh, Guinness uh, stout chocolate bundt cake, mm. um, which, by the way, you're going to get a chance to have the recipe for. Um, so this year I thought, oi, what am I going to do? And I just thought, well, you know, just reinterpret the concept. I made up this delicious salad, which is taking some cabbage and shredding it, chopping up the corned beef that you buy um, so that you don't have to start with making the corned beef. And then you cook up a couple of Yukon potatoes. And honestly, it is so simple. I hope you'll try it, if not for St. Patrick's Day or lunch Anytime will do because it's it's really it's just a yummy salad. It was yummy. Yeah, it really was. Other and th- different, Diane. The reason I loved it so much is I I order Caesar Cobb salad, Caesar Cobb salad, and all the different restaurants right. I'd eaten. When I came here that day and I got to have a delicious salad, but with new new, new ingredients, yeah, new different. profile, flavor yeah. profile. I thought, God, this is fun. It is fun, and that's part of what makes it so much fun for uh, Denise and I to have both been in this business with this fun of creating recipes and you know using your brain in very fun ways i guess that's how i would look at it but anyway through the years as you can imagine i've had as i mentioned i've had <laughs> come up with lots of different recipes i love the soda bread i got to talk to you about the soda bread because it's one of the more seriously simple recipes you're ever going to make and if you don't make bread make this because it has no yeast, so it's a quick bread. It's actually a recipe from the Model Bakery up in Sonoma, and there was a cookbook called the Model Bakery Cookbook. So I tried it out, and I just couldn't believe how easy it was. You know, you just mix it together. I mean, honest to God, it's embarrassing how easy it is. And I love putting currants in it. To me, that's the most delicious part of it. And it's made with buttermilk. And you literally uh, just put it together, and then you turn it out, and you shape it into a ball, you put some X's on it, and you bake it. I mean, come on. So the recipe will be on our, what, website? Facebook page? Facebook, Facebook page, yeah. You know, it's fun to celebrate different holidays that maybe aren't your holiday, but with food. So that's sort of my my thing. So I always try to come up with something. Now, the chocolate stout bundt cake is another <gasps> one that it, it will be on... The, uh, Facebook and it's just so easy yet again. I mean, because really, I I kind of morphed from the California cook into the seriously simple cook with the little California always. <laughs> but I really recommend you try those things. It's so much fun. Invite a few people over, hang out, and just pretend you're a leprechaun. And don't forget to wear green. Now, this reminds me, Diane, when you said that. One, if you don't know that there's gorgeous, and always around this time of year, there is chocolate stout at Trader Joe's. Okay, you can oh. buy. Oh, yeah. Wait, I, can, I don't. I, I, 
I oh. just put in stout okay. and then the chocolate. My wow, husband, get the chocolate stout and do that. You can buy chocolate stout, buy a good stout. And then Cindy and I did a cookbook years ago where when we first saw this dessert and the recipe, we both kind of went, huh? And it was a big parfait glass, a big or a beer, yeah. Pilsner, and you put brown sugar all over the edge of the glass mm-hmm. and we put in the cold... Stout. Stout and a big scoop of vanilla ice cream in it. Oh, my God. And I'm going to tell you. Next year, that's my call. Thank you. <laughs> we, at first, when we read it, we both thought, that's kind of weird. And, of course, we took a picture, gorgeous picture of it. Then we ate it and said, this is pretty damn delicious. A and chocolate so- stout soda. Thank you. Oh, my God. Brilliant. Thank you. Love. It wasn't our that. idea, but we are happy to steal other people's ideas and share them with you whenever we can. <laughs> yes, just, we're good thieves. Just, we're good. We're good at that. Listen, the first chef I ever worked with said, are you a thief? I said, I'm not. He said, then you won't be a good chef. <laughs> oh my God. I never heard that one, but that's interesting. Do you remember when you were a kid and it was St. Patrick's oh. Day and you had to decide what green, or if you forgot to wear green, that you could pinch all day? Pinched and all I, day. There's a whole thing about... The reason I, I don't understand this, it's not in my my religion, <laughs> but um, something about that you will turn into a leprechaun if you're wearing green, but if you're not, you have to get pinched to turn into a leprechaun. I think it's it's. I think again, Did I mix that up? no, I think it's exactly like my boyfriend. He. <laughs> Would disappear because he could because he was a leprechaun. And I think you wear green so that you have the magical power to That's disappear. Right. And if you don't disappear and you're not wearing green, then people are going to pinch you. I know. It's funny. Well, basically, they say that it is based on the an- anniversary of the death of um, St. Patrick, the patron saint, in the 5th century. And it took like 12 more centuries before they <laughs> decided that they should make it into a festive celebration. So that's all I know about that, but I certainly do know how to make everything you can imagine with corned beef and cabbage. Uh, well, Denise is now going to tell you how to make a fresh corned beef, which I'm embarrassed to say I always buy it already corned. But what I was going to say, oh God. speaking of women beyond a certain age, I already forgot. <laughs> <laughs> it had to do with, um, I can't remember. So go ahead and right. I'll come back. It'll to come it. back to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Diane and I have so much fun doing this and it's really nice on the days we know each other's names <laughs> because sometimes we forget. Um, oh boy. And when, we like to FaceTime when we're not here so that way we know what we're talking about. It makes and, it and know who we're talking to. And who we're talking to. <laughs> now, this yeah. is my tip about making a corned beef. Yeah. I buy a good grade of a corned beef. You know they that's it, called the flat brisket. Exactly, flat cut. Just, you, and you need, look on the package now. Of course, most stores now have these prepackaged. Do you know what I mean? Have it's you been like to Costco a, lately? The, yes, it looks they, like it's St. Patrick's Day already. Costco, I buy the Harris Ranch corned yeah. beef a lot. Yeah, but I'm looking for the uncooked brisket. It's brisket. brisket, and they almost all come in a cryovac package with a little spice. Right. Extra spice packet. Well, I think that's what they're they're, they're it's curing the it in. Yeah, yeah, it's the corning. Yeah. So I take that corned beef and I put it in a, the pot I'm going to cook it in in a Dutch oven with water, and I put the, the the packet of seasoning right in that water, and I put it in my refrigerator for 24 hours, 
And then I... Wait, wait, wait. Back up, Denise. Are we talking about one that you bought at Costco? Or are we talking about a brisket that you're adding the seasonings to? Oh, okay. I'm talking about a brisket that I buy at Costco that is uncooked. A brisket. Plain old brisket. Plain old brisket. Which means it's less fatty. That's right. And you know, and you can look at it sideways and see that you're going to get those beautiful slices of right. corned beef. Right. Um, and but I've certainly cooked a lot of corned beefs that have the fat cap still on them and stuff, and it it adds to the flavor. It's in the water. Yeah. So when you go to cook your potatoes and your cabbage, yeah. but I don't. But sometimes I pull it off because I don't want to eat the fat. Yeah. Do you know well. what I mean on a corned beef? <laughs> but yeah. I just let it soak. But for, wait, let's talk about the yes. pickling spices. Yes, they're Wouldn't pickling you spices. you buy pickling spices separately? Oh, well, you can buy a separate bottle if you want yes. to, but most of the corned beefs, I come in, give me a package. Huh. Yeah. Well, the corned beef, it's already corn. I know. It's in there. But, but when you're just buying a plain old brisket, you're not going to get the no, corned beef. No, that's true. Then you yeah. could, then with that, you would have to add the pickling add spices the pickling that you spices, can buy at which, the market. Yes. Yeah. I think Shillings or McCormick makes yeah. a pre- pickling spice. Right. I just usually take an uncooked one, but it has been, cor- it's a corned beef. You're right, Diane. And I put It's already this, seasoned. Yes. But then you're adding, I'm adding the seasoning in the water. Okay. I need to Let it sit for 24 hours. Wow. And then I cook it. And the reason I do that is I get the most tender corned beef in the world. That's a good tip, especially in the seriously simple world of cooking. So you're not starting with a brisket, buying the pickling seasoning. No. You're buying the corned beef that is a corned brisket already. That's right. Taking it out of its plastic package, putting it into a casserole, adding water to cover and and uh, with the spices, and letting it sit for a day in the fridge makes it more tender. Now, I didn't know that, but I love that. That's what I said. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm no. repeating what I'm you glad. said. Diane gets to the point when sometimes, just a minute, there's a bunny. Oh, I think I saw myself a, a reflection over there. Oh, where are my socks? When I get off track, Diane is excellent about hurting me in, hurting me in. But that I was found, a good example. I found, Diane, by that doing it, yeah. I just get the most tender. The other thing I think, it depends. Read an instructions. You might want to look and enjoy a cooking. I always go, you know, I go yeah. back to joy of cooking a lot because when yeah. you just want to know to actually how to cook a baked potato or bake a baked potato and you've never known right. how, they tell you the temperature and put it in the oven. But I find then I cook my corned beef, but I don't have to cook it so long that it's falling apart. I want to cook it where I still get some pretty slices. Do you know what I exactly, mean? Exactly, yeah. And if it's d- falling and apart, then it literally will not be a slice. It'll that's be, right. It'll be and cubes and shredded. Then, of course, if you that water is ready, the water is seasoned, and when you're ready, you throw your potatoes in an hour or two before you want what them. What kind of potatoes? I use little like? red potatoes because that's what I like. I used to use red potatoes. Now I'm using the, the gold that, ones. I like the taste gold ones that taste delicious. Yeah. yeah. And then I throw cabbage in, and the cabbages for the last, you know, 30 seconds or an, a minute of cabbage. And But I'm going to cook one this year because I always do because it's one of my husband's favorite things. It's fun. And yeah. it is fun. Well, and that's St. Patrick's Day. That's St. Patrick's Day. And be careful and have fun and... Wear your green. Yeah, don't forget to wear your green. And of course, Cindy Flanagan is sitting <laughs> right here next to us. And our trusty engineer. Our, our trusty engineer, producer, our everything on the podcast. Cindy, That's is there true. anything you want to add to Happy St. Patrick's Day? <laughs> Leave me out of it, she says. <laughs> oh. We covered it, right? Uh, Do you cook a corned beef on St. Patrick's Day? 
Yeah, we usually do, and then um, we never finish it because it I, tends to be too salty. But maybe I'll try yours. Try mine and see if you like it better. Yeah. There's also, and uh, I, I, my husband and I go to a, a little pub, little bar pub in Ventura called Dargan's. Oh, fun! And. My husband has a T-shirt, a nice Jewish boy from Shaker Heights wears his <laughs> Irish T-shirt. I love that. That says, you can't be drunk on St. Patrick's Day unless you start really early in the morning. <laughs> it's one of the silliest, dumbest things I've ever seen. And he wears it every year and we go there. <laughs> and that's our story. And we have a little Irish whiskey. Oh, and fun. it's fun. We, have, we do have a, a hot Irish punch. Ooh. Which is hot whiskey with lemon and cloves in it. Oh, did you hear that? Hot whiskey, Cindy saying, with lemon and clove in it. Maybe Uh Cindy will put that on the Facebook page, too. Yeah. Yeah. And um, uh, I learned how to make the um, Buena Vista Hotel Irish coffee, and we have that. And that's with whipped cream, Irish whiskey, and coffee, right? The most famous place to get an Irish coffee is in San Francisco at the Buena Vista Bar. Right at the bottom. I'd like to tell you that I've never been there, but actually there are a couple of years in my life where I was a boarder. So anyway, (laughs) happy, if we're done, happy St. Patrick's Day. Thank you, Miss Cindy. Thank you, Diane. Thanks, Denise. Thanks, Cindy. Bye-bye.